You feel my alone. God is Yes, my God is real and I can feel him in my soul. And I hope the Lord is real, real to you as well, as well. So welcome again to Multimedia by Faith Monday on GospelBellsRadio.com and to this segment, Faith List of the Day and Faith List for the Week for us on Gospel Bells Radio. 10 faith-inspired responses to life. 10 faith-inspired responses to life. Remember, if you are listening to us live right now, you can add to this list by tapping on the WhatsApp widget on the bottom right-hand corner of our page or by sending it to us anonymously using that form on our page that says, are you listening right now? What well, Number one on my list is this. God will provide. God will provide. God will provide. That is a response of faith. That's a faith inspired response to life it's a faith inspired response to life god will provide and i found myself many times saying that in fact that's become a mantra of sorts for me in my home uh whenever we discuss an obligation uh, in my work whenever anything comes up that requires an obligation to be met uh, a financial obligation to be met i've come to trust to trust to believe to believe in this statement that god will provide god will provide and i testify i testify to the glory of god that he has always provided is the over jerry 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 the lord will provide remember and remember where this first came up in the bible you know when the lord god almighty tested abraham and asked him to sacrifice his or his son his only son to sacrifice his son his only son his only son to him to him and as they went along and went along the way you got to abraham the father of faith took god as his word he took his son took all everything he needed for the sacrifice and and set out set out in the place appointed and on the way the child asked him father yes my son abraham replied this is from genesis 22 the fire and wood are here isaac said but where is the lamb for the burnt offering abraham answered god himself will provide God himself will provide a lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. And the two of them went on together. And all that this morning, you will hear the Holy Spirit saying to you, the Lord himself will provide. Keep going. Keep on your way. Keep going. Keep on your way. The Lord himself will provide. God will provide. That is number one on our list this morning. Inspired faith responses to life. Inspired faith. So when you when when life brings before you that obligation, when life brings before you uh, that need, other like Abraham, other like all the saints who have gone before, you will say, God will provide. Other like the apostle in sound. Uh, sorry, in Philippians four nineteen, you will say, and my God will supply every of my need according to His riches in glory. All that you will remember Matthew six thirty one thirty two. Our Lord saying to you, saying to you, hey, Femi, hey, you. Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. God will provide. Number one on our list today: faith-inspired responses to life. Genesis three twenty-one. And the Lord God made for Adam and his wife garments of skins, and he clothed them. He clothed them. See, even when they sinned, when man sinned, Adam, the first man, and his wife Eve, when they sinned, and um, 
became aware of their own nakedness. Did God not even provide to cover their nakedness? The Lord will provide. Luke 12, 24. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither stars nor barn. And yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? Matthew 7, 11. If you then, you, 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 if you then, who are evil, if you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? God will provide. God will provide. And that's number one on our list this morning. And and of course, let, let's talk about James James 4 as well. James 4, 1 to 2 says, uh, What causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? You desire and do not have, so you murder, you covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. That's what uh, that James wrote in James 4, 2. You do not have because you do not ask. Meaning that if you ask, then you will have, you will have of the Lord. And in Psalm 145, the psalmist testified a testimony that should that I hope will be your testimony as well. It is my testimony. I hope that will be your testimony in the past. I hope it will be your it will be an encouragement to you this morning. Psalm 145 from verse 15. The eyes of all, the eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand, you satisfy the desire of every living thing. God will provide number one on our list this morning. Number one on our list this morning of 10 faith inspired responses to life. I may not know, and there are some places, oh Lord. I cannot go But I am sure Oh, this one thing That God is Yes, God is real and I can feel him in my soul. He's real and that is why we can respond to life, respond to life uh, by faith, by faith. So number one on our list this morning, faith inspired responses to life. God will provide. And number two on our list, God will hear us. God will hear us. God will hear. God will hear. And remember Exodus 3, 7, when the Lord said, the Lord said uh, to Moses, then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, this is Genesis 3, 7. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the affliction of my people in Egypt. I have had them crying out because of their oppressors, and I'm aware, I'm aware of their sufferings, and I'm aware of their sufferings, and I'm aware of their sufferings. So, number two on our list this morning, God will hear us. That is number two on our list of faith-inspired responses to life. God will hear us. God will hear us. That is the, the response of faith. When, when sorrow has 
has been the portion of the Christian when need has been the need of the portion of the Christian when there is there's been a long-standing request when clouds are forming in the distance you know clouds forming in the distance um, obligations are rising that you can see will soon arise when matters have gone south things are not going as planned Yes, when troubles come, when the storms of life arise and somebody turns to you or you are in that committee or in that group of people, people say, what are we going to do? What are you going to do? You say, look, the Lord will hear us. The Lord will hear us. Or when you have been praying, when the church has been praying, when your family has been praying over and over and over and over again, when your family has been praying over and over again, praying over and over again and People begin to wonder, will the Lord hear us? Say to them, the Lord will hear us. Remind them, remind them of Exodus 3, 7. 7. And if it is you, yourself, in that situation, remind yourself, encourage yourself in the Lord. Exodus 3, 7, when the Lord called Moses and and talked to him about the people of Israel, people of Israel who had been in captivity for about 400 years. The Lord said to Moses, Listen, I have indeed seen the affliction of my people. I have heard about them crying. And that's the Christian mantra as well. That's the Christian motto as well, that the Lord will hear us. Remember 1 John 5, 14. And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. He hears us. God will hear us. That is a faith response to circumstances of life. Again, 1 John 5, 15. Continuation of 1 John 5, 14. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. God will hear us. God will hear us. So uh, if we, if the decision arises and there is a need, there is, a, there is trouble, there are anxious moments, invite people to prayer. Invite people to pray about it. Is it about Nigeria or about your, your spouse or about your marriage or about your children or about your work or about your future or about any pressing any pressing uh, situation right now? Go to God in prayer. Go to Him in prayer. Uh, if it involves other people, encourage others to pray. And when, when they say, oh, is it prayer? That we're, is it will prayer solve this problem? Say to them, God will hear us god will hear us that's a faith inspired inspired response to life again first peter 3 12 for the eyes of the lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayer for the eyes of the lord are on the righteous and his ears are open his ears are open to their prayer god will hear us number two on our list this morning of faith inspired responses to life Yes, God is real. So number one on our list this morning, God will 
God will provide. It's a faith-inspired response to life. God will hear us. It's a faith-inspired response to life. And number three, from us here in the studio, God will lead us. God will lead us. God will lead us. Uh, are you at that point in life where uh, you are confused about what step to take? Are you part of a group where uh, you do not know how to proceed on a matter? Hey, it's uh, faith-inspired to respond to life by saying God will lead us. God will lead us. We do not know how to go. We do not know where to go. We do not know the way. Or we know the or we know the way, and we know the way is fraught with with difficulties and mountains and rough roads. But you know what you say? What you know what faith we say? Faith we say God will lead us. Proverbs 3, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. And what? And it will make straight your path. It will make straight your path, meaning that uh, that path that you have to travel, if there are mountains, it will level them. If there are valleys, it will exalt them. If there are rough roads, it will make them plain. Right? If uh, there are rivers, it will part them. It will part the rivers. God will lead us. He led the Israelites out of Egypt with a mighty hand, with a mighty hand, and it's outstretched down. He led, he led them out of Egypt. Uh, he, he rescued them from the jaws, from the captivity of the greatest army in the world at that time. God will lead us. It's a response of faith. Jeremiah 29, verse 11, which you know so well. I know you know it so well, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for your welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Now, Proverbs 16:9. The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord does what the Lord establishes his steps. The Lord establishes his steps. God will lead us is a faith inspired faith inspired response to life god will lead us so number one this morning god will provide is a faith inspired response to life if that life decision comes to you say by faith god will provide number two god will hear us if uh troubles come anxious moments come even in good times say to people let us pray and if they say look we pray us solve this problem say god will hear us and if you are starting out a new venture i do not know how to proceed you are confused remember remember that faith says God will lead us. God will lead us. God will lead us. And number four this morning from us in the studio, please do join us if you're able to do so um, on WhatsApp or anonymously uh, using that form on our page. Number Number four from us on the studio this morning, God will comfort us. God will comfort us. God will comfort us. And oh, oh, what peace. Oh, what peace flows from that. Oh, what peace from that. Oh, what peace flows from that. God will comfort us. God will comfort us. He will. He will. He has promised and he will comfort us. He brings us peace and comfort. He brings us peace and comfort every time. Every time, bring God's peace and comfort. Every time, it brings God's peace and comfort. So when you have to minister to someone who is who is sorrowing, who is sorrowing, turn turn to faith and by faith say to that person, assure that person, and if it is yourself, assure yourself as well. Assure yourself that God will comfort us. He will comfort us. He will comfort us. He is the one who said Matthew eleven twenty eight. That verse is not so well. Come to me. Come to me, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you, 
I will give you rest. I will give you rest. That's what he delights in doing. That's what he delights in doing. And he said, recently somebody was pointing out that in the in the gospel account, anytime Jesus came across a funeral party, uh, we have two records of Jesus uh, coming across a funeral party, either uh, by accident or by design. By accident, he came across that funeral party. Uh, they were taking the child of that widow for burial. And Jesus happened to be there. I met them on the road. He did not just go by without intervening. Jesus comforted them by bringing the child back to life. By bringing the child back to life. When Jesus, by design, went to visit the sisters of Lazarus, those had been dead, he looked at the at the plight of the people. He, he wept in his heart. His heart was heavy. He wept for humanity. He was weeping not only for Lazarus. He was weeping for humanity. Weeping for uh, the brokenness that, that came to humanity as a result of sin and, and death. And to comfort them, he brought Lazarus back to life. Lazarus back to life. Your relative may not be brought back to life, but be assured that this God Almighty, He cares, He cares, He feels in our sorrows, He feels our griefs so much so that He sent His Holy Spirit to comfort us. He sent His Holy Spirit to comfort us at all times, at all times. The Lord will comfort us. The Lord will comfort us. That is. A faith-inspired response to grief is a faith-inspired response to circumstances of life. It's a faith-inspired response to disasters and tragedies. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. I will come to you. John 14, 18 and 2 Corinthians 1 from verse 3. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. And God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can also comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. So we receive comfort from God to that much. The apostle testified to in 2 Corinthians 1, 3 to 4, the God of all comfort. You can call him that. It's a faith-inspired response to life. The God of all comfort. The God of all comfort. The God of all comfort. And... Number five from the studio this morning, God will sustain us. God will sustain us. That's a faith-inspired response to life. God will sustain us. God will sustain us or He will grant us grace. He will grant us grace. Remember the, the testimony of the apostle. Remember the apostle of Apostle Paul. Remember his testimony when he, he wrote to the Corinthians what, he, what we also should take to heart. That after he had gone to God, begging him, asking him in prayer, saying, please take this turn, this turn away from me. Uh, till today we do not know what turn Paul was referring to. But that was a thorn in his flesh, in his flesh. And you know what it means to have a thorn in your flesh? Have you been ill before? Have you had um, a, a, a serious boil before? Have you had a wound that you, you were tending for a long time before? You would know what it means to have a foreign object in your body. You know what it means to have uh, a part of you always paining you. And that and is that not how life uh, tends to happen to us sometimes? Maybe you have a nagging problem or a nagging weakness that you just can't can't overcome and paul had something like that we do not know exactly what it was but he went to god three times he prayed with the lord to take it away from him but the lord said to him my grace my grace is sufficient for you for my power is perfected in weakness and then paul said therefore i will boast 
all the more gladly in my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest on me. That is why, for the sake of Christ, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardship, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. For when I am weak, then I am strong. That is uh, Paul saying to you and to me, reminding us this morning that it is uh, a faith-inspired response to say, God will grant us grace. God will grant us grace. So are you looking around and seeing that you are not, uh, you do not have the resources you need for for that project or you do not have what it takes to take up the role God has led you to take up? Or are you physically weak? Are you physically weak? So much so, so physically weak that... Um, uh, you say to yourself, I'm not up to this. Now I have this rule, but I'm not up to it. Do you have obligations to your family, obligations to your church, obligations to your society, obligations one way or the other at your workplace, but uh, physical weakness is drawing you back or emotional weakness or any other weakness, maybe financial weakness. Hey, God will grant you grace. God will grant you grace. It's a faith-inspired response to say, God will grant us grace. God will grant us grace. So don't don't forget this morning, we started uh, with number one on our list, God will provide. That's a faith-inspired response to life. God will hear us. It's a faith-inspired response to life. God will lead us. God will lead us. It's a faith-inspired response to life. God will comfort us. It's a faith-inspired response to life. And of course, God will grant us grace. God will grant us grace. When we come back shortly, we go to the next five. We have many more, but we're going to pick just five when we return now. And remember, the whole purpose of this is the Holy Spirit telling you today, this week, all this of your life, to have all these responses just 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 close to you just ready for you to 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 say out by faith and say god will provide god will hear us god will lead us god will comfort us and god indeed will grant us grace okay stay with us we'll be back shortly to conclude faith list of the day and for the week on gospelbirthradio.com thank you very much god bless you You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you. Engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. 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 And yes, thank you for staying with us on gospelbirdspirit.com this morning, today, May 23, 2022, uh, for joining Motivated by Faith Monday today and this segment, Faith List of the Day. 
this uh, this morning. Remember, just a quick recap. Uh, we have talked about faith-inspired responses to life situations. Number one, God will provide. Number two, God will hear us. Number three, God will lead us. Number four, God will comfort us. Number five, God will grant us grace. And number number six from us this morning, God will avenge us. God will avenge us. God will avenge us. He will fight for us and he will avenge us. He will fight for us and he will avenge us. Yes, 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 yes. That is the re- that's a faith-inspired response. So when faith decides not to respond in like manner, when faith decides not to respond in kind, when faith decides not to respond in kind to certain situations of life, to uh, to oppression, to to blackmail, to people who have uh, who have dealt unjustly with the Christian, it is not because the Christian is stupid. It is not because the Christian is um, afraid. It's not because the Christian is timid. It is because the Christian knows that God will, he will avenge. God will avenge. Uh, at the meeting I attended over the weekend, some people were saying, no, what are you going to do? What, what will the Christian community do about the situation in, in the northern part of Nigeria? You know so well of um, Deborah Samuel who was killed, who was killed and burnt. You know about the other man in Bauchi, or Bono, I'm not sure, uh, who was also beaten on account of blasphemy. You know, Trump dope, Trump dope, um, religion inspired its charges. And he said, what are we going to do? Are we going to fight back or riot as well? You no, know, God will avenge us. God will avenge us. And more than that, it happens to us to, in a... In our in our in our private in our private engagements as well, it happens to Christians in their workplaces. Happens to believers everywhere, everywhere. And somebody has done you wrong, but you cannot respond in kind. You, are, you cannot respond in kind. The Lord has said to you when you are slapped or on, on the cheek, turn the other cheek, turn the other cheek. But never, never, never 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 revenge and of course deuteronomy 32 35 vengeance is mine i will repay i will repay vengeance is mine. that's what the lord said in deuteronomy 32 35 which the apostle also quoted in romans 12 19 uh, this is exactly how it is put in deuteronomy 32 35 it is mine to avenge from the new international version it is mine to avenge i will repay in due time their foot will sleep their day of disaster is near and their doom rushes upon his people and rest that it says for the lord will vindicate his people and have compassion on his servant when he sees that their strength is gone and no one remains the lord will avenge his people and we do not take that for granted we do not take that for granted we are not weak we are not foolish but we know that the lord will avenge his people that's why the christian does not fight back and of course, uh, the Apostle Paul wrote to the Romans, chapter 12, saying, If it is possible on your part, live at peace with everyone. Do not avenge yourselves, beloved, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head on his head so if it, if it is possible in your power live at peace with everyone do not avenge yourselves god will avenge us god will avenge us and what a time for us to be reminded of that uh in nigeria christians living in nigeria indeed christians all over the world all over the world uh, it is not only those who are actively persecuted but of course of course they are in the front line uh but many christians all over the world for your faith for standing on the truth for not compromising you find yourself disadvantaged 
advantage. Disadvantage by design. You find yourself disadvantaged by design at such times. Remember to say that faith-inspired word, God will avenge us. And thank you, dear sister. Uh, Thank you, Jesus, for joining us this morning as always. Hello, she has quoted Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? And of course, and of course, from that, those are faith inspired response as well. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. God will provide, God will provide, God will lead. From that portion of the scripture, yes, it substantiates that, yes, God will provide. It substantiates that God will lead. And from verse 27, which you have quoted now, I love it. I love it. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I, whom shall I fear? And that is to remind us. And it takes us right, right into number seven this morning. God will fight for us. God will fight for us. God will fight for us. We will not fight for us. We will fight for his people. God will fight for us. And look at Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? The Lord will fight for us. Uh, do you know the person who actually lived out that faith? Who lived out that faith so, so gloriously? So gloriously. Who? Who? Remind me. Who did that? It was David. It was David. Yeah, the whole army of his Israel was confronted, confronted uh, with the with the problem of Goliath, right? Goliath was terrifying on behalf of the Syrians. He was terrifying, terrifying the whole of of Israel. Even the king Saul at that time was terrified so much so that nobody was ready to move there, to move there uh, near the army led by Goliath. But when when David, when David got to the scene, he was surprised. He was surprised that uh, the army of Israel was terrified. He, was, he must have said to himself, is it not the army uh, that has put its trust in the Lord God Almighty. Is it not the army of Jehovah? Is it not the army led by Jehovah himself? So why are you people terrified? And he said, he, and he went to Goliath, and in the name of the Lord, he defeated Goliath. So number seven for us this morning, the Lord will fight for us. He will fight for us and will give us the victory. The Lord will fight for us and will give us the victory. Hallelujah. The Lord will fight for us and will give us, will give us the victory. And number eight from us here in the studio this morning. Number eight for us is God has the final say. That's a faith. That's a faith inspired response to life. God has the final say. God has the final say. God has the final say. The final say. So you see, when faith is challenged with a situation that seems hopeless. When faith is challenged with the thing that seems hopeless, yeah, faith should speak out. Faith should speak out and say, God has the final say. The final say, I remember at a time in 2014 when my dad uh, took uh, suddenly ill and everything happened within the space of a week. It, it became seriously ill, maybe on, on Saturday and on Sunday morning. And then we had to take him to the hospital. Uh, by Friday, he had to be checked in for emergency surgery at Lassos. At Lassos, that was 2014. He had to be checked in for emergency emergency surgery. And everything happened so uh, so fast. And we were all afraid. Uh, the situation was so dire that... You know, the surgeons evaluated that if the surgery was not carried that day, uh, he was going to die. He was checked in for surgery, and when he finally went into the in, 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 into surgery, I stood outside. My mother was somewhere else, and we were all at the hospital. I was walking around, and I happened uh, at the chapel, the chapel of Saint Luke the Physician at Lassos, and that was a, that was um, uh, a celebration of the Holy Communion. I went into the church, I sat at the back, and uh, when they called for the ablution, him. 
It was uh, drumming era. As they sang, I was crying. I was crying profusely. I was standing up. And at the end of the service, I remember the chaplain then came to me and said, how can it be that a grown man, a grown man would be crying like this? Why is a grown man crying like this? And I said to you, oh, my father has just been waiting for, uh, for emergency surgery and his is so bad. And I will never forget the next thing he said. He said, are you a Christian? I said, yes, I'm a Christian. And he said to me, do you know God has the final say? Do you know God has the final say? And if he has the final say, why are you troubled? Why are you troubled? He said, good God, whatever he does, know that he will do it for good. God has the final say. And that has never, that has never left me. That uh, consciousness has never left me. That's never left me. God has the final say. It's a faith inspired response to life. It should keep you going. It should strengthen you that God has the final say. No matter how bad things have gone. And that is why when um, the Spirit took Ezekiel, the prayed Ezekiel to the valley of dry bones, the valley of dry bones, God said to him, Ezekiel, uh, can these bones live again? He said, Lord, only thou knows. And that is so true. Because he has the final say. That's why the prophet said, as you guys said to God, well, Lord, only thou, only thou knowest. You are the only one who knows whether this, whether these bones will live again. Why? Because God has the final say. He has the final say. So their brother, their sister, whatever that situation is, say to God, I know you have the final say. It may all seem hopeless right now, but you have the final say. May it please you that your final say will be uh, the say that will that will glorify your name in my life in my life and number nine from ross in the studio this morning this is it god is working his purpose out god is working his purpose out god is working his purpose out so you see do not be dismayed whatever befall God will take care of you. You know what? He's working his great purpose out. He's working his great purpose out. There was a time in the life of Jacob that he said, he said out loud, everything is against me. That's what Jacob said. At that time, his favorite son had been taken captive. He had been sold. In fact, Jacob thought he was dead at that time. There was famine in the land. And then uh, his last son, Benjamin, had been had been arrested in Egypt and they had come to him and, and Jacob cried out, everything is against me, everything is against me. But unknown to him, God was working a beautiful purpose out for Jacob and his future generations. And I love this portion of the scripture that Sega uh, sent to us this morning. All things work together for good for those called of God. All things work together for good for those called of God who are called according to his purpose. Yes, God is working, working his great purpose out. God is working his great purpose out in your life. Where are you today in the valley? Hey, are you God's child? Do you talk to him in prayer? Have you accepted Jesus as a Lord and Savior? Do you call on God in the name of Jesus? I assure you, I assure you by the power of the Holy Spirit and the authority of the scripture, by my own testimonies and the testimonies of many of the great saints who have gone before us, God is working his great purpose out in your life. And you'll be surprised, even Joseph, when he was sold into slavery, it was um he was he was persecuted by his master's wife he found himself in prison etc he went through so many horrible events but at the end at the end when the lord exalted him and he became the prime minister of Egypt, what did he say he said well you thought it evil for me but god the lord meant it for good the lord meant it for good i pray in the name of jesus that you have that patience that patience to wait to wait until that time to wait until that time until until it will, be, it will become apparent to you, it will become apparent to you that God has been working His great purpose 
out in your life. And then you will give glory to God. Thank you, Momioji, for joining us as well, saying our God is great in battle. Our God is great in battle, of course. And that, that substantiates the point we made earlier on, that the Lord will fight. The Lord will fight for us. The Lord will fight for us. The Lord will enlarge our codes. That's the final on our list this morning. The Lord will enlarge our codes. The number 10 on our faith-inspired responses to life. The Lord will enlarge our codes. He will enlarge our codes. Go and read Psalm 107. Psalm 107. In the concluding part of Psalm 107, the writer of that psalm testified about the wonderful things that God can do, the wonderful things that he does from time to time. He said, this is what he wrote. He said, this God Almighty, when he wants to do great things, he does it. He does it. He turns a wilderness into pools of water. This is from verse 35 of Psalm 107. He turns a wilderness into pools of water. He turns dry land into water, pre- in, into water springs. Imagine, imagine that there he makes the hungry dwell. Those who are hungry, who are hungry, who find it in the wilderness. He turns the wilderness into pools of water. Their dry land into water springs. He establishes cities, cities for those who are pilgrims, those who have no land whatsoever. They they sow fields and plant vineyards in wilderness, and they yield a fruitful harvest. He blesses them and they multiply greatly. He blesses them and they multiply greatly. Hmm. And then verse forty-three says, "Whoever is wise, whoever is wise, will observe these things, and they will understand." the loving kindness of the Lord. And that is, and, and, and I suppose that is the verse on which you can conclude our faith list of the day and for the week on gospelbestradio.com today. Verse 43 of Psalm 107. Whoever is wise, whoever is wise will observe these things and they will understand the loving kindness of the Lord. They will understand the loving kindness of the Lord. They will remember that faith should say to life, God will provide, God will hear us, God will lead us, God will comfort us, God will grant us grace, God will remember us, God will avenge us, God will fight for us. God has the final say, God has the final say, God will enlarge, God will enlarge our coast. Thank you very much and do stay with us. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ.